following audio is from Morningstar Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio. More information about Morningstar Baptist Church is available at morningstardayton.org. Welcome back to our podcast. My name is Ben. I'm the executive pastor at Morningstar Baptist Church here in Dayton, Ohio, and I'm excited to be joined uh, by John Decker. John, how are you doing today? I am awesome, Ben. How are you doing, man? Doing well. This feels a little weird. It's been, yeah. a, it's been a while. <laughs> Staring at you over the microphone. I know, so man. It's, it's, it's been a long time. We're, we're glad to be back. We had to take a break from some things as we navigated this awesome coronavirus nonsense that we're trying to figure out mm-hmm. and um, just what it looks like to to do ministry in 2020 right. the, the year of the virus and so we are uh, now doing the, the podcasting we're back in it we're going to be doing it more often and so expect it to see our regular podcast um, mm-hmm. come back and and now we're really as a church trying to dive back in with our mission trips being canceled trying to yeah. To figure out, all right, how do we do missions well still mm-hmm. in 2020, which brings us to today. Right. Because um, one of the things, I mean, obviously, as we try to navigate all of this, and the reason we stopped podcasts, because things took priority. And we're like, hey, let's fix this. Let's do this. Let's let's focus on here. And it worked out well. I mean, God is blessed through all of it. Our church is growing, um, which is going to be kind of insane over the last several weeks. Um, but one thing is doesn't change is missions doesn't stop missionaries don't stop needing support the gospel doesn't stop needing to be spread around the world and we were bummed when we had to say hey we can't because we had two amazing missions trips scheduled for this year and i was looking forward to both of them i mean i know we had um bruce o'neill and some others from mana were going to actually go on with us and it was going to be awesome Mm -hmm. um but that's why we're looking forward to next year i think we're going to try to plan two or three next year and and hopefully all this works out but um, we've got to keep that before our people. And hey, uh, right. you know, missions is still the main focus of the church is the gospel starting in your Jerusalem and then also around the world. And so we want to do our part in both of them. And so we were excited yesterday to have come and speak at our church, uh, Tyler Carlton, who yeah. um, I've known for 10 years now. And uh, Tyler grew up in our youth group and uh, there at Parkcrest and um, watched as God called him out and kind of set him up to, to do something amazing with him. And Tyler is going to be a missionary in Nicaragua. And he came in yesterday and just killed it um, yeah. with our church talking about really just, just hitting parents right between the eyes on the short amount of time we have with our kids. And mm-hmm. then did a great job of transitioning that to, Hey, we also have a short amount of time with kids around the world. There's gotta be an urgency um, where we're at right now in our families and then also around the world. And so, Man, we're excited to have Tyler. So, Tyler, welcome to the podcast. Man. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, John. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're here, man. Yeah. Just been looking at your face this whole time. So I know. Yeah. It's, it's a great face. I know. <laughs> it, not really. But, uh, but Tyler, you and I go really far back. Too far back. Way far back. Too far. Um, from the time I drilled you with a, uh, I think it was a handball or yeah. a racquetball. First, first time I met John, he shot me with a paintball gun. Uh, <laughs> second time I met John, he had said he grabbed a racquetball out of my hand and said, go stand against the wall. And then he, I, I, and I, this is like a 30-year-old man telling me this. It was very weird. And uh, then he said, I'm going to throw this at you, and if you flinch, you owe me a dollar. <laughs> if you don't flinch, I owe you a dollar. And then he chucked it and drilled me in the chest, like very hard. Again, a, a grown man who was a cop hit me with the ball, and then he said he felt really bad and gave me $3. I instead. gave you 3 so we tripled the price, right? I think it was totally worth it, and yet here you are now. And, uh, Still have the mark on my chest that's right. from, from where I was hit very hard. But that... We, we, yeah, we could spend a whole podcast talking about the stories that we've got. Um, but for you, then we got to go on our first mission trip together mm-hmm. and we yeah. went to Nicaragua 2014. Yeah, man. Yep. And, uh, that's kind of what, uh, what planted that seed 
for you, right? It kind of solidified it, at least for you. Yeah, right? yeah. So talk I, about that for I had known that I wanted to do Central American missions for a while. Mm-hmm. I just had always felt like that was where, like, I don't know, as dumb as it sounds, like even in school, I was always like, man, I don't, I don't know, Central America sounds pretty cool. And like, I just always love the idea of Costa Rica and just that sort of stuff. And uh, so we went to Nicaragua and actually uh, somebody had, like some family friends of mine had been texting Brian Weed, the missionary we were going to work with and saying like, hey, you should talk to Tyler when he gets there. Mm-hmm. Like he's really interested in, in Central America, and so we got there, and yeah, I, I I think I knew from the first day that I was like, yeah, this seems right, but it, you know, I'm I was 18, so I have no idea what that means. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't know that that's like re- really what I was feeling. And so then Brian uh, ended up staying up with me till like three in the morning, a couple days in a row. Everybody else had gone to bed, and we're like sweating to death in this, <laughs> you know, this <laughs> this uh, like a little hostel in a in the middle of the in the middle of the mountains uh, with you know one fan per room and John snoring, and it's just like it was great. We're getting attacked by what sounded like bombshells from these avocados falling right. on the ceiling and uh yeah and so brian and i just ended up staying up talking and brian kind of just like pitched me on the idea of like you know have you ever thought about like what you would do like you know like when you get to the mystery like what are you going to do and i was like i don't know dude like you know i was like mm-hmm. i just graduated high school i have no idea what that means you know I don't, I don't even know what to think about that and so he kind of just opened my eyes to okay well what do you do right now like what do you do serving and so i told him you know i work with kids you know i, I really enjoy doing that and he's like you could make a, a life out of that. Like you could, you could do that on the mission field. And so he was the first person that kind of made it seem like, Oh my gosh, this is a reality that I could like have, I could do this. And so, uh, yeah, I just, from those conversations, God just took that and said, whoop, there we go. And just kind of threw me in, uh, and threw me into the deep end, like right away. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and then you had, I mean, you overcame a lot of obstacles to even get to where you're at, like where God called you to be and mm-hmm. that, and, and God, I've watched, I got to watch God work through all of that. Mm-hmm for you and and you said some things yesterday really um it really kind of hit a lot of parents and it hit a lot of people in our church in general um when you were talking about okay i'm called to go be a missionary and you know where to nicaragua and not just that but very specifically to reach the children mm-hmm. of a nation and you said something that said if if because this generation the younger generation the ch- child generation right now will be setting the tone and the direction for an entire nation a few short years from now yeah. and what that looks like if you can reach yeah. those kids. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and just to give you kind of like quick, you know, there's no way that I could in this short podcast, mm-hmm. give you a, a full rundown of Nicaraguan political life right now. Right. But, uh, it's, I mean, it's pretty rough in Nicaragua right now. If you've been paying attention to the news much, Nicaragua has been in the news like a lot mm-hmm. past couple of years because they had a full blown civil war last year. They had, you know, they, they were already the second poorest country in the Western hemisphere. So it's, they were right above Haiti. Um, economies crumbling, just, you know, threats of assassination. I mean, like it is just, it's rough in Nicaragua mm-hmm. right now. And you wouldn't know that because it's, you know, it's Nicaragua. It's this tiny little country that most people think is in Africa. So it's, right. you know, like they don't even know where it's at. You know, so yeah. when you, when you talk about Nicaragua, you have no idea of these things. And then uh, on top of that, they are right now, Central America is the hardest hit place in the world for coronavirus. And so they are also, you know, really struggling with that. They are, you know, people, they, they think that people have actually been dying since like November from mm-hmm. coronavirus mm-hmm. in Nicaragua and that it was just kind of, you know, not talked about because nobody really knew what was going on. And uh, so the country itself is just like, I mean, it's kind of in turmoil. And so w- when we talk about missions, it really is like a, a, a minimum, like eight to 10 year plan because mm-hmm. You like the the whole idea is that you are reaching these kids so that when they grow up, they are the ones that are making the impact. Right, like that. Like it's it's. I don't want to say it's too late, but it's really hard to impact the people that are making those decisions right now. Mm-hmm. And so 
because you know for them this is just life and this is what they've known and they don't you know they're they don't really know how to get out of this cycle and so what you're doing is you're going into these kids and saying hey this is how you know you should maybe change the way you're thinking about these things you should maybe and so you're you're trying to raise them in this thought process so that even though they're 10 years old right now when they become 1820 when they become the you know the young adults that are making those big steps that they are the ones making the impact right and so you're you're talking a minimum eight to ten year process but right. if you know the longer you wait to do that the harder you know the longer it's going to be before those those kids are ready to do things and so right. right now nicaragua is at a point where it needs younger people to step up and do those things and it needs younger people to do that and so they need so, and, and not to say that they're not already doing that. They are, you know, the organization I'm going to work with does a really good job yep. at, at reaching young people. You know, John knows this that we, you know, they thrive. They're most of their leadership in their churches is high school age students. Mm-hmm. So you know, like it's they are doing an incredible job at that. But I'm trying to go in and help them set a foundation earlier, so yeah. that you know, so that that process is. The, and the longer you have to teach these, you know, teach kids these things, like we talked about yesterday, by the time you're 13, they. They know basically what they're going to view the world as, mm-hmm. and so the longer you wait to do that, the, lo- the less time you're going to have to to help them see those things. But right, and you and I have seen it. You've seen it, um, and, and Ben's even seen it. You've seen it in children's ministry. Ben and I have seen it in youth ministry. That if you can reach the children or the teenagers, ultimately over time you're you're going to reach the families and mm-hmm. the older ones. Right. It's just that foot in the door yeah. to reach the young ones, and then mom and dad might end up coming. Mom and dad might end up coming and, and joining the church or being a part. Of, man be an impact with the gospel of Jesus Christ, which right. is huge. And so it's a very unique ministry that you're going to, but I think a, a great game plan mm-hmm. for doing that. Yeah. And um, so you're going there to go reach children with the gospel of Jesus Christ and help all, because you're not going to a specific city. You're no, going to no. be all over Nicaragua yeah. getting children's ministry started, um, reaching t- uh, children, helping the, those churches, church plants that are there get that, get that right. going, right? Right, right, yes. Yeah. So I, I mean, this is even an American problem, but most churches view kids ministry is kind of like an accessory to ministry. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, they, they set up the adult stuff and then it's like, okay, now that we've got this set up, they're all bringing their kids. So we got to do something about that. Yeah. When, it, when, you know, like it, <laughs> when in the other, like on the other side, what it really should be is that like, oh man, we have all these kids coming. We should, we need to be doing something to, to reach them and train them. And so, yeah. And I think that a big part of kids ministry that's forgotten is discipleship. Right. And so I don't think that's even ever talked about with kids. Mm-hmm. I think that, and that's much about my experience in kids ministry is that, most most of the time kids are just like okay we got to get them saved and then we pretty much just hold on to them until they get to student ministry and then they they start that process there and so we we don't really ever talk about like you know we we don't we encourage kids to invite their friends and that's the extent of our discipleship with kids most of the time and so we like don't really train them on like okay how do you how do you actually talk to somebody like you know like you have a friend that probably doesn't go to church how have you ever talked to them about jesus before you know 99 percent of them are going to say no like, okay, well, what would you say? You know, and so it's just right. that it's taking that process of like, okay, we're going to teach these kids how to do this because mm-hmm. when, if why are we waiting until they're 13 or 14 to do it? You know, right. why the, they are perfectly capable of doing it, you know, and they, uh, the, this is going to say like maybe a little off topic, but I, I harp all the time that I'm like, when somebody comes to know Jesus, they have the exact same Holy Spirit as everyone else does. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's the same Holy Spirit. And so that 10 year old is just as capable of reaching somebody for Jesus as the, right. as the 40 year old is, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we don't ever think about that because we think, Oh, well they got to get older. And I'm like, no, like that's the Holy spirit. Like, you yeah. know, like the Holy spirit's going to, going to use them to do things. Exactly. And we just have to empower them and, and encourage them to do that. Yeah. So absolutely. And so yeah. just a, just a few weeks ago, you were approved yeah. as a missionary. Right? Yeah. A week and a half ago. Yeah. Week and a half ago. Yeah. yeah. So nine and a full yeah. two weeks. So we can have a go approved. And so now you're starting that journey in the middle of this, coronavirus right where a lot of churches aren't meeting 
Um, so what are, what are some of the biggest obstacles that you're facing right now trying to get to the field? Um, I, I think it's number one is what you said is that a lot of churches aren't meeting. So, yeah. you know, everybody is, especially now that, you know, they're viewing this as kind of a second wave. So a lot of states that lifted restrictions are saying, nope, we're going back into it. You know, and I think, you know, that's obviously happening here in Ohio as well. But uh, so it has been really hard even to get a hold of people because, like, I, you know, I was talking to a friend today who I was going to go visit um, her church here in Ohio. And she's like, oh, we're working from home now. You know, and so I, you know, I have can't get their pastor any information on me because he's not even in his office to, you know, to, you know, so right. that's the, that's really the biggest obstacle is that these places are, people are either like, you know, not meeting in person, they're doing all online stuff. Um, I, I think a third part of that is that they, because they're not meeting in person, because they're having these issues that, uh, money for them is probably an issue financially. They're probably, you know, uh, not to say that all churches are dealing with that, but a lot of churches are dealing with the fact that giving has probably gone down mm-hmm. since they're not yeah. meeting in person. You know, right. maybe they don't have online giving set up. Maybe they don't have, you know, anything like that. Uh, like even their offices aren't open for people to drop off money. And so, you know, I'm asking them to take me on as a new missionary to, to, you know, support me. And they're like, where's that money coming from? You know, right. <laughs> like, you know, like where are we getting that new money from? And so that, I would say that right now is the two biggest issues big. that I'm facing. Yeah. Cause so but, for those who might be listening, who don't, don't know what's happening. So Tyler has been approved by the Baptist Bible fellowship uh, to be a missionary to the country of Nicaragua and but to get to the field he basically has to go around and raise support from local churches mm-hmm. um, to say yeah Tyler, we're going to take on Tyler as our missionary and support him financially um, to be able to do that and so when a lot of churches like I said are not meeting right now or meeting sporadically yeah. or or online it's it's hard to get that out and so but what I want to do is I want to first I want to challenge everybody um, who's listening whether you go to a Morningstar Baptist Church or you listen maybe you're a pastor or or a church leader somewhere else is that we still have got to get missionaries to the field, yeah. yes. whether it's Tyler or anyone else like that, that mandate hasn't stopped. Like we're not, Jesus didn't write in the, to the great commission, the exclusion of, well, unless there's a worldwide pandemic, then you guys can kind of take a break or, or, or relax for a minute now more than ever. Right. This is as important now as if it has ever been, especially yeah. as we look as Bible believers say, Hey, we believe at some point Jesus is coming back. And we want to be found being faithful and obedient. And we want to be found, hey, we're still working up until the very last moment. And this is so yeah. important. And so if you go to Morningstar Baptist Church, listen, there's a way for you to get involved. Uh, we have a way where you can give to missions. Um, it's on our online giving. There's a drop-down box. You can select missions and designate uh, money to go to missions. And that's what we use to support missionaries like Brian and like Tyler, um, and like some others and our future church plants as well. So we want to encourage our people from Morningstar. Mm-hmm. This is how we're going to get Tyler to the field. Yeah. Tyler's one of our missionaries that we're going to say, hey, he's going to Nicaragua to go reach the children with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Why would we not get behind that? And we need to support him financially. And then at some point, probably next year, we need to go visit him. We need to go see him, go help him physically on the field as well. And so maybe you're a pastor listening. Listen, we we need your help getting Tyler to the field. And so, uh, man, keep that in front of your church and, and call Tyler. We'll give his information here in a minute, how you can yep. reach out to him. Uh, give him a call and, and say, Hey, we're going to, we want to support you as well. And, and we kind of joke a little bit missionaries like, Hey, and people are like, Hey, how, uh, how can we help? And, and they expect the word, well, just pray for us. Right. But our world revolves on money, unfortunately, yeah. and getting missionaries to the field costs money. And yep. so, Yes, pray for Tyler, pray for the children of Nicaragua and for the ministry he's going to have there. But man, if you can, get involved and mm-hmm. be a part of that. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's so interesting to me, John. Like what you said, people are like, wow, there's just a pandemic, so I can't really tell my neighbors about Christ. I can't really go to the 
It's like Jesus didn't hand when he said the Great Commission, he delivered it to <laughs> a group of guys mm-hmm. and 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 then ascended into heaven. And it's like, hey, what are you guys standing here looking at? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there was no system set up. There was right. no like we got to get over the fact that the Great Commission somehow existed inside of, of our context that that no matter the Great Commission is outside of whether the churches are meeting mm-hmm. or not. It is right. to the church, mm-hmm. but whether we're meeting online or whether we meet, like we have a responsibility to reach our community right. and the world with the gospel. And mm-hmm. so yep. we, we say around around here, like, how are you positioning your life or how are you positioning your finances to make an impact for the gospel? That doesn't change right. just because things have changed. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Tyler, what's the best way for someone to get a hold of the pastor or maybe somebody, some individual who's listening say, I want to, I want to support Tyler because I want kids to yeah. come to Jesus. How, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Uh, so I would first go to my website, which is a uh, for Nicaragua.com. So F O R Nicaragua.com. Uh, if you can't spell Nicaragua, I, you know, look <laughs> it up, I guess, but yeah, just uh, for Nicaragua.com. It's my website. You'll see a big picture of my face, uh, holding a microphone, looking really handsome. So when you, when you open it up and that'll have a, that has a link to actually give to me. Um, so you can immediately go there and, uh, it's going to be now that I'm approved, uh, it's going to be linked to the BBFI website where you can, uh, where you can give to me right off the bat. It's also going to have, uh, information on how you can send me an email. It's under like a book now. Mm-hmm. Uh, tab and so you can book me if you'd like to bring me into your church if you want to just reach right. out to me so that's the easiest way you just go to my website for nicaragua.com okay so. that's awesome so pastors listen uh, even if you're yeah. meeting online you can have him come and he can do the video for you for a yeah. sunday and he i'm telling you he spoke yesterday at our church and he challenged our parents yep. um, for the urgency of of leading and shepherding our children in our homes and then tied it in with the urgency of reaching children around the world i'm telling you it was phenomenal um, and so you need to have them in your church, whether you're meeting online or in person, man. So reach out for Nicaragua.com. Yeah. Again, if you can't spell it, you can get a hold of us here. <laughs> and uh, you can reach out to me, pastor at morningstardayton.org, and I'll get you connected with yeah. Tyler. But man, let's get this guy to the field and let's change a country and ultimately yeah. change the world. Absolutely. Well, thank you for listening today. And as, as we said, we'll be back with, with more episodes. We're excited. I've uh, got a lot of really cool topics that we want to dive into moving um, as we continue through this the crazy year of 2020. And we can't wait to talk to you soon. So until next time.